Apple held its Time Flies event on Monday, and we have a lot to cover on this episode of the Macworld Podcast. We'll talk about the new Apple Watch Series 6, Apple Watch SE, the new iPads, Fitness Plus, Apple One, and a lot more. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross. Hello. And Michael Simon. Happy iOS 14 day, everybody. iOS 14 just dropped. Uh, check that out on your iOS devices. I still don't see it, so I don't know if it's real or not. I'm just taking your guys' word I for it. I see it on both of mine, but I haven't. I don't have time to wait for uh, all the people who are, you know, time to install 36 hours. Like, I don't have time for that. So we have a lot to cover. Before we dive into the products, I wanted to talk about the event itself and these products that were announced, it was rumored early that the products would just be announced via press release, that Apple would just dump a press release and that would be it. And I'm gl- really glad they did not do that because these events, just the, watching the event itself, they're a lot of fun. I had a really good time watching that event yesterday. Yeah, they, they do a fantastic job. I mean, there was like even that little quick little um, little cameo by Craig Federighi. Like it's just they're 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 fantastic. Like they think of every like little things. It was it was engaging. It was moving. It was interesting. It was fun. Short. It, yeah, it doesn't waste your time waiting for applause or bringing down like a bunch of screens of text and stuff like that because they don't. You don't have to sit there. It's not a stage thing. I just hope they never go back to the stage thing. Just don't do things in the Steve Jobs Theater or invite everybody to the Steve Jobs Theater and they'll watch this on the screen and then they can have their hands-on area or whatever. Or just use the theater for like concerts or something. Like turn it into a concert hall. Like the most exclusive concert that you can, you know. I mean, they use it for all like big internal meetings and all kinds of stuff. I mean, sure, it's used constantly, but... Just embarrassing Samsung and Microsoft and everybody else who tries to have some some product launch event. I mean, they always do, but this is even like more so that they're really showing people like what they can do if they just invest some creativity and some money into it. I, I particularly I, I love those new little slides that they do for like each product where they'll kind of throw like all different size boxes the with all slides. the yeah they're so, they're they're so nice. And on, on uh, social there's, media, there's a lot of like padding animated. in those. <laughs> there's a lot of padding, but but they're but they're cool to cool to see. Even like the beginning of the presentation, like it's usually like five minutes of here's how we're doing and here's the stores and they don't do any of that. It's like oh, here's the watch. There was a quite a bit of that this time about um a there was a good five minutes or more of feel good like here's how the watch is changing people. But that, at least lives. it was related to the product. Like we, you know, it was building anticipation or whatever. Usually it's, you know, customer satisfaction is 99%. Like nobody cares. And they, they just dove right in. Like, all right, here's the thing you're waiting for right now, right up front. And we're not going to, you know, tease you with these smaller announcements. We're, we're, we're going right into the meat of this thing. And maybe that's what we should do. The marquee product of yesterday's event was the Apple Watch Series 6. I, I, I disagree with that, but we can we can, we can can talk about the 6, but I think that the, the marquee product is the SE. Okay, yeah. No, I, I can see that. I under, yeah. Or it, it's probably the best. I'm not sure if it's like like the, 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 hot, the hot thing, the Halo thing. It's not the exciting one in, in that sense, but... I don't know. It's, I mean, it's a good... The price is right. The, the, it, it's better than I thought it would be. 
Yeah, it's good. You're value. not getting. It's, it's not much less than the six. All the, the only thing you're really not getting is the always-on display, the EKG, and the blood oxygen sensor, and everything else is right. there. The the six has the new. The, you know, it's the loaded watch, so that's you know, it has everything. I just don't know if it's 130 to 120 dollars more. Right. Because and then when you when you go up to the cellular models, it's, it's even it's even more affordable. Because for whatever reason. Go, jumping to cellular on the SE is fifty dollars more. Jumping on to cellular on the six is a hundred dollars more. So if you compare those two, you're saving you know almost two hundred bucks. It's 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 significant. And you know the screen is is awesome. The the materials you know you still get the silver, space gray, gold, and all the bands. The work. SE has the same screen as the five. The, it's always on, but not. The it's new, no, it's not. It's not always on. on. It's okay, just so it's kind of the, the screen four, of the four. Yeah. Okay. So you get the rounded corners and the bigger screen, but the bigger display, but it doesn't, it, there's no always on um, option at all. The six has the ECG, or I guess it's often also called EKG. It's, it's, I guess. Yeah, they're interchangeable, yeah. It's whether you do the German cardio or the English cardio. What makes it different from the heart rate monitor that's already built in? Well, it's the, it's the, it's the same as the Series 5. They haven't. They, they, there's nothing upgraded about them. That's the one where you put your finger on the on the digital crown, and it and it reads your you know your your heart rhythm rather than your pulse. It's the same though. I don't. I, they didn't say any if they upgraded it at all. As far as we know, it's 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 identical. The the new sensor is the SpO2 relative um uh, the blood oxygen sensor. That's the new one on the Series Six. Um, Fitbit has had that for a little while. They only do it at night on Fitbit. So you have to sleep with the, with your watch on and then it gives you kind of like a, like an average. And then the, it yeah, charts Fitbit's, your trend over time. Somebody said Fitbit gives you like a relative blood oxygen throughout the day. And then, it, and then at night it gives you like a reading, like a score. And, and Apple's is different in that just like the ECG or something, there's an app where you can take a reading for 10 seconds or 30 seconds or whatever and get a reading at any time of day on demand plus it just gives you your nighttime thing and it's a straight percentage it's the actual blood yeah it's using light it like bounces light off your skin to read the color of your blood and then uses an algorithm to see how much oxygen is in your blood and you know it should be i think between 70 and 100 for 70 is bad. Oh, 80 and 100? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even uh, know. It, it's, it's usually like going to be over 90. Your blood oxygen saturation is going to be over 90. Um, there's also They also mentioned that uh, in watchOS 7, there's a VO, VO2 max, which is your blood oxygen use during, um, during workouts, and that's not a, a Apple Watch Series 6 thing. And I thought, oh, they announced something new, but apparently it's been there. Because I, I went in my health app and I have readings for hell yeah. all this time. Well, and I'm like, oh, the way they just brought I, it up. I, I, I looked that up because I was going to add that to one of my stories as well. Um, I think it only worked before if you started a workout. And now it works throughout the day. That's the difference. That's the distinct, distinction there. But it's the kind of thing that you would really only care about if you start a workout, I guess. But, yeah, because it it's about how much, how efficiently you use oxygen in your blood it that's that measurement yeah i guess the difference is now like if you're running but you forget to actually hit the thing on your wrist to start the run it'll still measure your your vo2 max thing 
But that's not a Series 6 thing. Right. It's just a, that's a it, watch OS 7. It works with your yeah. Apple Watches. Yeah. So I, that's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> any, any new feature is a good feature. We also got sleep monitoring. I was surprised. I thought the Series 6 would have a, a longer battery life so you can wear it maybe a day or two, but they didn't even they didn't even mention battery life at all. In fact, it's not even listed in the, in the tech specs. Like, it's, no, it's way uh, down. New, it's 18 hours, the same as it always is. There's a new S6 system in package that they say is faster, yeah, but they don't say 20% about faster it being, than the 5, which is... Which is ridiculous. It's already so yeah, much faster than every it's other smartwatch. not going to be noticeable by... I mean, faster is faster. That's good, I guess, but that's not what they yeah, need the, to do. The jump was uh, the S3 to the S4 chip, uh, like double the speed, and since then it's been incremental. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, otherwise the six, you know, it's 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 nice. You got some nice finishes. The blue looks looks gorgeous. The red is cool. Like it's cool that they're branching off into these colors. But for the most part, if you have a five, I don't think it's a it's a huge upgrade. You know, hold on to your watch. No, maybe not even a four. I mean, the always on is nice. It's not necessary. It's not something that you have to have. It's 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 very nice to have, and it's cool that Apple is bringing it to more watches, and it's brighter now, so you can use it out. Like before, if you use it outside, it was tough to see. Now it should be better because they say it's two and a half times brighter, which is significant. Um, you know, if you want a six, that's that's great. But um, I think the the sweet spot and the thing that's going to blow up this year is that SE. I agree in the sense that that's it's it's better than a four, not as good as a five, but it has the same processor as the it five. Does. It has, has five, five yeah, in yeah. It. it. It has a lot of the same sticks. It really, the only thing it doesn't have is the ECG and the, and the always on display. Other than that, it's basically a five. And uh, a lot of countries. The ECG is not available anyway for regulatory reasons. So yeah, I think that one's really going to sell well. What's the price? What's the starting on the on the SE? Yeah, two seventy nine. So and then fifty uh, three three twenty nine for the forty millimeter with LTE, which is just that's a great price. You can't even find an Android Wear watch with LTE for that price. It's that's that's and, awesome. And the Series Three is sticking around. Yeah, no, only GPS. So it's 199, 229, and that's it. And you know, I think that's a that's a fine option. And those things always go on sale. In fact, we ran a deal this morning. It was 169 bucks. They constantly go on sale. And you know, if uh, like around Black Friday, if they drop to like 150, that's that's a that's a ridiculously good deal. It's it's still a good watch. It's a little pokey, and it doesn't have the newer sensors and stuff. But it's still it's still one of the best smartwatches you can get. To me, the annoying thing is the display, the, yeah, the square. squared display in a rounded sure. body. Um, but you know, and then Apple back when we also, back when they announced okay. it, you know, it was it was great. You know, now now we see how much better it can be, but it's really not bad. Because the bigger thing is that Apple's OS is so dark, like a lot of it blends into the into the sides. You really only see those square edges if you're looking at a full picture, which is relatively rare. And then they uh, announced a couple new bands. Yep. Uh, that are stretchy, neat, but really expensive. <laughs> yeah, they're they are pricey. It's like fifty for the what are they solo loop? Well, that's that's normal because that's then, the the sport brand. The, the sport band is is, is forty nine as well. Right. It's so, the, the and, next and one goes up to I think. The braided one's a hundred. 
<laughs> and then the the leather strappy thing is 150, I think, 149. Uh, the solo loop's kind of an interesting idea though, because it has no clasp or or Velcro or anything of any kind. It's just stretchy, and you have to measure yourself first. And when you order it, there's about six different sizes. Uh, more, it's like 12, I think. It goes from like 1 Wait. to 15 or something, depending on which size you get of watch, 40 millimeter, 44 yeah, there's a, millimeter. there's a bunch of overlap, yeah. right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so there's there's 12 things on the measurement tool, but when you order it, you're ordering like one of six sizes or something like that. Um, but, yeah, and you're just meant to like – it's kind of stretchy, and you're just meant to stretch it over your hand and put it on there, and it's supposed to be super comfortable because there's no clasps or – or Velcro or anything like that. Kind of a neat idea. I'm, I'm interested to try it out. Yeah, me too. Because, I cool. mean, for as good as Apple Watch's bands are, there is that annoyance factor at times, getting that pin in or getting it tight enough with the Velcro or the, or the magnets. And, it, it, you know, and with other watches, like with Fitbit and some other ones that I've tried, it's, it's even worse. And, you know, once you get it on, it's, it's fine. But it could take, like, you know, a minute or two <laughs> to get it to the right to the right spot. So we'll yeah, see if I, this works. The other, but I my find the Velcro really comfortable, but it's been open and closed so many times yeah. that it's all fuzzy and stuff. Yeah, now, there's, there, there's that too. I also wonder, like you brought it up yesterday, we were talking, like what if you gain a bunch of weight or lose a bunch of weight? Is it going to be super loose on your wrist, and then what? It, it would have to yeah. be, especially losing, especially if your wrist gets much thinner, because it's meant to be the the tightness of it's meant to be contracted all the way when you wear it. And you just stretch it out to put it over your wrist. So it would just, it would be tight. It would stretch. It would be tight if you gained weight. But if you lost weight, it'd be loose and flop. And it, you, all, you need it to be relatively tight for the sensors to work. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. Also, like, what if you get, like, 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 you know, what if you get it and it doesn't fit right? I guess you can go to the store and swap it out. Yeah, I'd imagine, uh, and since it's sized and to fit and stuff, if it doesn't fit, you can just... Holler at support and get a, a return. Yeah, and or if it stretches out, you know, because you're going to be stretching it to take it off your wrist. Like, is it going to stretch yeah. out? Like, I'm sure Apple thought of all that, but um, I really hope it. You'd hope it doesn't. It doesn't you would yeah. hope it once it fits it snaps back you, every time. If you put it on and off a bunch of times, it's not going to ruin. Right. It. So it's very, it's a very curious. It idea. Yeah. If it works, it's a neat thing. Just because yeah. so great to have like a band that has nothing on. Yeah, it. yeah it's cool. You know, right, and it'll be easy to slip on and slip off. We, we, you know, watchmakers have been using that with like metal bands. They're kind of like elastic in between the links. Right. Those are terrible. Yeah, where your hairs get <laughs> like caught. Like if you have arm hair, <laughs> you're gonna get it caught and stuff. It's, uh. I was not thinking of upgrading my watch, and then I saw the blue. Yeah, it's nice. At least watch. on on the website, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a perfect then, blue. It's like a uh, like a Royal Navy blue. It's really nice. Yeah, it's it's muted enough to almost to work where you need a dark watch like black or something like that. And then they showed the red one and then I thought, "Oh, am I going to buy two watches now because I want both the red and the <laughs> That blue. red is very red. <laughs> that red announces itself. Yeah, it's it is. I I don't know if I'd want that. Like on the back of a phone is one thing. On my wrist all day is another thing entirely. Yeah, it's it's great if you're wearing something sporty or you're or anything like that. But if you're dressing up nice or something like that, and you've got this really bright red, like a concert band on your wrist when you're dressed up, you know. I, so I wear my watch all day every day, and I wouldn't want something that doesn't fit 
every right. that's the you know the space the space gray and the silver is so perfect for that yeah i wonder i also wonder like i assume this is a thing now like every year they'll have a new color just like the phone you know the new color everybody has to have i would think and i wonder if there are people out there who buy i mean there are people who own multiple watches is somebody really that invested enough that they'll buy multiple colors of the Apple Watch? I mean, we, we know some Mac people that will absolutely do that. Yeah. People have, like, you know, they've they've designed, like, custom racks for their bands and stuff. Like, people are crazy about say, this yeah. stuff. Mike, as a sneakerhead, I think you can re- recognize that somebody will certainly drop four hundred dollars on something they'll they'll never use, yeah, or they'll use only with it. a certain outfit. Of course, yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, and I think I've seen like on social media people who collect Apple Watch bands for sure. Yeah. And, oh and, God, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's some people are it's out of control. Here's my here's my fifty watch bands, and I wear these three, and it's there's like a beautiful rack full of watch bands. And um, the other interesting thing with Apple Watch, well, there's two. One is that family setup thing, which, so I think that's probably why the Apple Watch SE with cellular is a little bit cheaper. And along with that, Verizon announced yesterday that they were cutting the um, the price of a cellular plan for a watch from 20 to 10. So they're lowering that as well. And I think the play here is that they want families to buy watches it's funny how they 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 market it for kids and for older people because i guess those are the two people who wouldn't have phones or iphones but it, it could yeah, work just as well it could work just as well We're for not, someone who has an android up, phone right yeah the the iphone sets it up and they can you know but but the, the the watch gets its own number can can contact their own people download their own apps music and all that other stuff just it's just it's strictly on the phone like they ne- on the watch they never have to go to their phone yeah software updates and all that stuff are all on the watch now the app stores on the watch so they really we always thought well this is all them planning to break it free from the iphone and make it so that you don't have to so that people with android phones and stuff like that can buy an apple watch it's not quite that i mean i think you still need to set we're it up with still an apple building watch to that with an iphone I think, you know, we're, maybe, we're still getting there. Maybe it's just this. Maybe. It could be. But, you know, so at first when I heard it, I said, who the hell's doing that? But then I was thinking, like, all right, my son is eight. And he's he just learned how to ride his bike. And he's going to be going out with his friends. And, you know, maybe that's not such a crazy idea. I mean, yeah, it's it's cheaper than it's cheaper than an iPhone. Yeah, during the presentation, I said in our company Slack, I said, I don't know any kid or even a teenager who wears an Apple Watch and then I like later that day I thought, oh, wait, my niece has a GPS tracker. That's right. Yeah. That she wears on her and wrist. And parents buy f- kids' phones all the time for that reason, cause so we can contact you, so you can contact us, so if there's an emergency, whatever it is. And I assume it's you know you can you can obviously track it through Find My all that stuff that you want to do, without you know without being too you know helicoptery. And the still brilliant the part about it is that it, it so it requires uh, a cellular version Apple Watch, but even that is cheaper than buying your kid like an iPhone SE. And cellular plans are ten bucks for the Apple Watch because they're just data plans, so that's a lot cheaper than buying your kid a phone plan. And your kid can kids loot you get your kid a phone so they can contact you for emergencies and stuff. They all lose them. This is strapped to their wrist. 
but you can still phone call them and they can phone call you. They can just Siri you and stuff. So yeah, I, I was like, I was like, oh my God, they're just trying to sell a bunch of Apple watches to people who don't, you know, and then I just realized, you know, this is actually smart in a way. You know, it, you have parents you worry about, especially parents who uh, are older and don't have like, they not, they don't remember where things are and they lose their whatever and stuff. If you can just teach them that like, here, this is your watch and you have to charge it every night, put it on every day. Like they're always going to be in touch. They're never going to like not have their phone with them, you know, and and fall detection and all that. Other and you stuff. can get yeah. alerts when they're not where they're supposed to be. Like it's just it's it's I think it's a smart, smart thing. And, you know, the other thing is the Fitness Plus, which is we thought we, you know, we, we it was rumored and we knew it was coming. But it's it's far more comprehensive than I thought it would be. As far as the exercises that they have, the fitness trainers that they have, the way it's all worked in with the Apple Watch, like it seems to be like it's a really what, good. What idea. they showed me was was exactly what I pictured in my mind when this was rumored. I was like, oh, this is exactly it. This is just like uh, Daily Burn, except it works with it works syncs with your Apple Watch. It, it it automatically tells your Apple Watch you're doing this workout for this amount of time. It shows the stuff on the screen. It gives you a summary, like. That's exactly what I figured they would do. Um, I mean, they're the essentially it's essentially an Apple Watch thing that works with your other devices. Yes, in fact, they're giving people three months free yeah. with when you buy an Apple Watch. Six months if you buy it at Best Buy, which I don't understand. But that's I mean, that's cool, I guess. But what a weird thing. Yeah, it is kind of an odd deal. So they're pushing people to go to, to, Best, to Best Buy. Buy. <laughs> I don't know. I guess they. Yeah. I don't know. But whatever, it's, it's fine. It's coming uh, later this year. Yeah, so which will be like December 28th or something. Like they, whenever they say it, that, it's, it's probably be dropping with iOS and watchOS like like 7.1 and iOS 14.1 or whatever. That's probably where we'll see it. That and the the, the Apple One subscription service. But it, you know, daily burns 20 bucks a month or something like that. You know, and it's this isn't as many exercise things as that, but it's. It's most of what people really care about. It's live and on-demand mm -hmm. classes. It's, you know. Did they say live? I'm not sure they did. They said new classes are added every week. I don't know if they oh, said right. live. Oh, right, new though. classes added. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Not scheduled live yeah. things. I think, and I think that's where something like Peloton will have an advantage because they're, you know, it, first of all, they sell the equipment. Like people were saying, oh, no, Pel Peloton's in trouble now. I mean, I, I, I own a bike, and I would – like I would use this as a companion to that. I, it's not like it's not. I don't yeah, think it's a no, this is not a replacement for that. Um, the the folks that are in trouble are, are apps like Daily yeah, Burn big, because big this is this lives in the fitness app, which used to be the activity app. They're gonna bring the fitness app to iPad and Apple TV, which it isn't now. Uh, and you'll that's where you'll find this. So it's pre-installed on all these devices. It's ten bucks a month, which is cheaper, and it's part of their first-party Apple One bundle. So it, it kind of doesn't matter if Daily Burn and all the other, and there's a lot fitness, you know, subscription services for your smart devices and stuff are better. It, it, there's just how are they going to compete? Yeah, well, this, this? is going to be one more one more uh, lawsuit in their in their antitrust. I, mean, I, I don't know how many people will quit to to do. Apple Fitness, but I the the far more people just don't subscribe to any of these, 
and it's going to be really hard for them to get to earn these customers when Apple's out there just going like, you already have this. Get three months free. Especially, you know, the, the, the syncing with the Apple Watch is a, is a big deal. Like, like it shows your stats on the screen and shows your rings uh, closing and spin. Like it, that, people care about that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not like they made an API where every right. other app developer can do that. Right. So, yeah, there, there's, I think it's going to do well, and I think um, Daily Burn will probably join Spotify and, and, and Epic in their, in their, yeah. <laughs> their lawsuits. Yeah, just another log. <laughs> uh, as I understand it, because I, I haven't experienced using Peloton, but Peloton has sort of a large community aspect to it yeah they do and they have leaderboards they have um uh, high fives and things like it's 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 this apple seems to be very much a you're doing it peloton is is a whole is a whole like like you're joining this community and they they they're all everyone's engaged and involved and you can share and follow people and encourage people and all that stuff i'm i'm sure as the years roll on fitness plus will expand to do other things but Peloton's so much about that hardware, the bike. Yeah, oh, for sure. They they do treadmills and their, they sell the you know. the subscription like you can get it just on its own for I think fifteen or, or eighteen or twenty bucks a month. But yeah, the the play is buy a bike and buy the service and get the live classes, all that stuff. You can compare your workout data on Fitness Plus with other users, but that's pretty much about it right now in terms of like community interaction and stuff but apple will probably work on that and get some so stuff they've got there. that um reg it just regular in the fitness app that for a year or two now when it was the activity app they had that um challenges thing where you can challenge people to like daily calorie burns and stuff you pick a particular individual and like you have a one-on-one -on -one challenge with them and stuff so they're kind of they have a they have something they can lean on. They just need to like connect that to the Fitness Plus app. I mean, Fitness Plus service, and you could challenge an individual, like do this same workout I did and get a better score or something. Uh, just to clarify, Peloton is thirteen dollars a month for just the class without the hardware, and thirty nine dollars a month for a family with a with a bike or a treadmill. So those are the two uh, the two the two plans they have. Apple's is $10, and that includes up to six people. It's almost weird that it's so much more expensive if you bought their super expensive bike. Yeah, well, it's a different <laughs> like it's a different thing. It, there's a screen on the bike, and it's a it's 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 a little bit different. And you know, anyone can use it. You can have multiple users and things like that. But you're you're, you're right. It is it is odd that you spend three grand on a bike, and now you gotta have to spend more on a service. Yeah, forty bucks a month, which it's a lot, but it's less than spin classes, like which is the point. Ten bucks a month is one of, for Fitness Plus is one of the cheaper sort of streaming fitness service things. And if you get that Apple One bundle, it's essentially free. the The Premier bundle that's that's way more aggressive pricing wise than I thought it would be. It's you know it's th it's the uh, thirty dollars a month. So uh, two terabytes of iCloud storage is ten. Then you have Apple Music Family is fifteen. So you're already up to twenty five right there. And in and in Apple Apple TV Plus, which I would think that those three are what a lot of people would have. That's thirty dollars, and everything else is free. Yeah. 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 It's Apple Arcade. That's Arcade five. News and and um, news is five, and uh, and fitness is no no news is news is ten, and fitness is ten. 
Oh, right. News is 10. Yeah. So you're basically getting $25 worth of services for free that you will probably not buy on their own, but would use if you had them. Yeah, it's only they said it's only going to be available in certain areas. And my guess is that that's only going to be available places they have News Plus, which is North America and just a few places in Europe, like kind of spreading out to the UK, uh, Canada, Australia. Okay. Is, that's the availability of but I, I'm sure that's expanding and that US. they plan to expand that. So when it comes to pricing, Apple One, the service bundles come in three different plans. There's the individual plan that's $14.95 a month. That includes Apple Arcade, Apple Music, Apple TV Plus, and 50 gigabytes of iCloud storage. That's six bucks off of what you would spend, right? Then there's the family plan that's $19.95 a month. That's the same thing except for 200 gigabytes of iCloud storage. Right. And music costs more for family sharing because of like licensing fees with music. Yeah, so you're getting like iCloud and Apple TV Plus for free there. It's like yeah, it's, it's, ten, it's ten bucks cheaper than buying these bucks, individually. Yeah. I mean eight bucks. And then the premier package uh, that includes Apple Arcade, Apple Fitness Plus, Apple Music, Apple News Plus, Apple TV Plus, and two terabytes of iCloud storage, and that can be shared with up to six people, yourself, and five others. I could not find a, a list of where Premiere will be available exactly. Um, my guess is, you know, because the differences are News Plus and Fitness Plus, it's going to be where News Plus is available. And Fitness Plus, my, I wonder if it's only going to launch in English at first. Maybe that's part of the issue is that because they have to have trainers make these videos in multiple languages if they want to be everywhere in the world. Yeah. In fact, I'm not even sure if Peloton is available in other languages. I never I, there might be a setting that I just never paid attention to. And, you know, that says switch to Spanish or something, but they're all English speaking instructors. I know that for sure. So they, they would have to dub it. That That's interesting. I never even thought of that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess they could dub it is another thing. But it's, um, I mean, you're, you're losing a bit of the, you know, like it's... Right, it's, you, you'd, you'd hear the person, you'd get their yeah. energy and stuff like that. You can read... Kind of, you would, you would, you would need a dub that's equally, you know, like they get into it, these instructors. Like you need someone who's going to mimic that. Oh, I, I meant subtitles. So oh, I oh subtitles are different. Yeah, they could subtitle, uh, maybe. I guess, but, but you know... Yeah, I'm wondering what they're going to do for other languages with Fitness Plus. I don't, I would, I couldn't see Apple dubbing that that doesn't seem like something no my my guess is if anything it's either just going to be in english or it'll be english and you'll have sub, the, the usual apple like eight or nine different subtitle options so you can just see on the screen what they're telling you to do between between actually watching them do it and <laughs> and seeing it on the screen you can figure out what they're trying to tell you to do and but you would just I mean, hear that's the english not voice. what i don't think that's what apple's driving at <laughs> Like I think no, they would, but need, I mean I think that need, would, you know, still be a worthwhile thing for people who speak Chinese sure. or whatever, you know. I can see Apple like having a whole subsection for different countries, like with Spanish-speaking instructors and Chinese-speaking instructors, maybe. But that 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 premier level is just it's price. I, I would have like I was hoping it would be thirty dollars or twenty-five dollars, but I thought it would be closer to fifty dollars or forty-five dollars. But that's a good price. Like so, like right now, I pay for Apple Music for fifteen bucks. I will 
sign up for Apple TV Plus when my thing, my free trial ends. So that's that's 20, and I I pay for 200 gigs of of, of storage for my wife and I separately because we don't we uh, we need a little bit more than a family plan allows. So that's six bucks. That's 26 dollars a month. I might as well just go for the the 30 and set up a family plan. And and I think a lot of people are going to feel that way. Well, I already paid for two of these. So I'll just spend the extra five or eight or or even ten dollars a month and get everything. It's yeah. it's priced. I mean, it's to really move. only a deal if it's if the things you would be getting kind of free are things you right. want. Right. Like okay, News Plus could come or go. Well, that's why. Time. That's exactly why but it's in this there. This is free. Yeah, that's yeah, why it's exactly. There. So yeah, I, I'm the same way. I have I have music family plan, and between that. Uh, arcade, which I don't need to keep doing, but I do have the big iCloud storage because I do have a family of six mm-hmm. who are all on iPhones and we all share it, photos and stuff. So, you know, that's, yeah. Well, it, that's the other thing. Like, together. Once I get that, I'll probably give my my parents a password and say, here, you can have Apple Music now. You know, like, yeah. why not? Yeah, sure. I mean, sure I might as well get there. my money's worth here. Yep. And and just the, the iCloud storage. That too. That's yeah. great. Now they're saving all their pictures and stuff, and it's not like you can see anyone else's pictures or anything. It's not like you're actually putting all your pictures in one bucket. So yeah, it's good. Uh, it that's that's the good deal. I really want to know how widespread it's going to be because it's obviously going to be available in the U.S. and Canada, and then like <laughs> how many other places? It would be real interesting if they came out with like a, a annual version for like three hundred bucks, because I would do that too in a second. Yeah, I I do. I actually just turned off. I do Apple Music for for what is it, uh, hundred dollars a year or whatever it is. Um, that I just turned off. It, it renews in September because I want to join this now. But uh, an annual plan for something like this would be great. Can we can we remark on how silly it is to have a service a, a service bundle called Apple One that is three services? It's like three. It's Apple One. Just get the one you need, and that and it's like three different things. Uh, Google it should be uh, one thing. Google's is Google One also, which is even more confusing because Google Google Drive is the free one, but if you pay for it, it's Google One. But it's actually the same thing. You just get more storage and a couple extra things. But whatever. Nobody knows how to name anything. And now everyone just puts a plus at the end of everything, which makes no sense. Like, what is Fitness Plus? There was no fitness. <laughs> we never had fitness. There was. We... They renamed activity. But that was like yesterday. <laughs> well, there was also the Apple One computer. That's, That's true. true. Okay. So maybe the trademark was going to run out of it. They need to reuse the name. I don't know. And there's, there's Beats One, the, the radio station. Yeah, which is now Apple. Well, Apple that's, One. Never, I thought, right, that's true. <laughs> the, or did they call it Radio One? Something. I think they called it Radio One. Or Apple Hits or something. One thing I wanted to mention about the pricing is that if you want more iCloud storage, you can upgrade. Yeah. You can add on to uh, it, like individually. Yeah. So, like, for instance, if you decide to do the individual plan and you want 200 gigabytes instead of the 50, you have to pay an additional 299 a month. Uh, and it's and that's, a that's per that's right that's per person so if you do the family plan and somebody needs more storage than they're allotted they can i mean i, mean, I listen apple's always going to take your money if you're sharing icloud with your family just get the two terabyte plan. yeah it's 10 it's, bucks you know, all those and then you just, all those backups all those photos you're yeah, yeah you're just not going to have to worry about it for a while 
by the time you start going like, wow, we're really running out of storage, um, they'll probably have upped it. <laughs> yeah. or, or someone will just be dead. You'll be fine. Yeah. Unless somebody – unless you got a family member who's just like taking 4K video all day, you're, you're going to be fine with that 4 terabytes. I'm sorry, 2 terabytes. And if you buy – the iPad Air that has only what's the entry level storage, 64. Maybe you want to upgrade the iCloud storage just to, just to make up for that lack of onboard storage on the iPad Air. That was my segue to the iPad Air. Right, was, we'll 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 allow it, Roman. <laughs> the the new eighth gen iPad That's that only has 32. 32 yeah. So there you go. See, I wanted to use the iPad Air because there's nothing much to say about the eighth gen iPad. <laughs> I looked and looked and I looked and it's literally just they swapped the A10 for the A12. Yeah, it's a big upgrade uh, for performance, but there's screen, body, like liter- cameras. So it's the same old 8 megapixel camera from like five years ago. Like it's, it's yeah. And same price. So 329 They they didn't run up the price on you. They just said, hey, it's got a better processor now. Which is, yeah, nope, nope. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm they not, I'm not mad about it. They talked about it for 15 minutes because they talked about like iPad OS and all this stuff and, and that, that's coming to every iPad everywhere. <laughs> there weren't, weren't many changes with the 8th gen iPad. There were a lot of changes with the iPad Air. It looks a lot like a Pro now. It looks like an iPad Pro. It has, um, it has what, what they call the liquid retina display, which just means that like it's got rounded corners. <laughs> Um, like the 11-inch iPad Pro, um, except theirs is 10.9 inches, not 11, because the bezels are a little wider. Like if you have an iPad Pro, it's pretty It's, it's the bezel, same it's, size as the iPad Pro, and the chassis is the, the body same. Is, the screen's yeah. smaller. The screen is just a few pixels smaller in each dimension, and uh, that's it's all bezel. Um, but it works with the iPad 11-inch iPad Pro's Magic Keyboard. Just, it's funny because they, they show that in the commercial, but they, the back is a big giant square and there's a little circle for the camera on the on the iPad Air. Yeah, it's it's very un-Apple-like. Un yes, they showed the Pro. I mean, it clearly looks wrong. <laughs> but but it works and you can, you know, that's a, how expensive is that keyboard? 350 Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, maybe maybe three three thirty three fifty. I forget, but it's it's a lot. It's great. We thought it was great. It is. But it is great. It's awesome. But yeah, it's a lot for. It's like more than half the price of the iPad. <laughs> it it also works with the second generation pencil and not the first generation because it's got USB C, yeah. not Lightning. And the flat and that gives lets the flat edge that lets you put it on the iPad is nice. So another nice thing, but also a more expensive accessory. The the newer pencil costs more, and they raised the price. It's used to be four ninety nine. Now it's five ninety nine. Twenty five percent. Twenty percent. Yep, that's twenty five. Twenty percent. Twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Whatever. It's it's significant. I mean, you know, it's it's nicer, but um, it's still two hundred dollars less than the iPad Pro, which, I mean, I would choose the Air probably, but some you know someone who uses the iPad a lot for work and stuff maybe. What you don't get is you don't get ProMotion. The speakers aren't as good. You don't get the quadraphonic speaker thing. They, they've improved the speakers, but it's not as good as the iPad Pros. You don't have a five microphone array like the Pro. Um, and the camera, you get, there's a new camera, but it's just a still a single 12 megapixel rear camera. Uh, whereas the Pro has that and a ultra wide and the LiDAR. And then uh, you don't get face ID, you get touch ID. Mm-hmm. 
which might actually be better. I mean, we have to try it out, but it's it's a, it's a cool implementation of it. Yeah, they put it in the little top button. So the, the, I, how many people are going to not rest their finger on the button, but press it? Oh, for sure, everybody. I do that. I have a Pixel Slate. It's it's the, uh, right next to me, and I do it all the time. I'm always turning it off instead of turning it on. I wonder if when it prompts you for Touch ID, they'll prevent that from happening. They'll make it so a click doesn't do anything. I wouldn't be that surprised. Would be smart. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Oh, and and then the Air Four A14. That's it's the yeah, first that's product shocking. to have the A14. Chip. Yeah. Apple is just throwing out all the rules right now. We don't know what's happening. But yeah, it's the first time they ever introduced a new chip that not in an iPhone. Uh, and and it might ship first. We we know that the iPad Air will ship in October, but they didn't say when. So it's possible it'll ship simultaneously. It'll also cut down on the iPhone presentation because we already learned all about the chip. We can just go can breeze through that part. They skipped a lot. I was going through it today, and they they talked about like some CPU and GPU and neuron engine stuff. But I think what we'll hear about in the uh, iPhone presentation is like the new mm, image processing true. and stuff like that. There's there's some other stuff that they kind of left out. So we kind of got half the picture, and we'll get the other half. I'm sure during it's surprising that the air like why not go with an a12x or and make it a little cheaper maybe i don't know if the air needs like the air is technically more powerful than the pro at the moment i bet well maybe because the a12x or z they have more cpu and gpu cores so it's probably pretty close um and yeah yeah but like you said do we really need that much power in the ipad air i bet it's cheaper I bet I bet the A14 is cheaper than an A12X. But um, I mean, geez, even just a little that we know, five five nanometers, Apple is just killing it when it comes to silicon. My God. Yes, seems they seems are so like far a ahead of everybody else. It's, I mean, if they decided to license their chips, they would instantly be like the biggest mobile chip maker in, on the planet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of people would pay. They won't. But why would they, they won't, do that? But they could. They, you know, yeah. they could destroy Qualcomm if they wanted to. So with so many Pro-type features on the iPad Air, what does that mean for the iPad Pro? Like you were saying, a lot of people might opt for the Air instead of the Pro now. So could we be seeing some really cool features coming to the Pro pretty soon? I don't think they really know what to do with the Pro. So I think the, the Pro is due for an update, but I think it'll still have the, the advantage will be, one, it comes in a bigger size. Two, you can get way more storage. You can get up to like a terabyte of storage. Three is it's going to, um, you, you have ProMotion, better speakers and stuff like that. So like for people doing all this video editing. And then it needs an A14X, right? With more cores, it's bigger and more powerful and stuff like that. And, and they'll be like, it's 50% more powerful. But I mean, at what point do you something. not need that much power in an iPad? In, in, in a Mac, it's important. I have an iPad Air, like an original one. That's fine. Like these chips work well with the system that has been designed for it. The software has not caught up to using it. Absolutely true. On the iPad. The iPad, like doing all this video editing. When when they drop Final Cut onto the iPad, then okay. Then, or or <laughs> Xcode or, or, you know, any of those high-end uh, applications. Right now we're getting, like, like Adobe announced Illustrator, but it's still like... Like baby Illustrator, as Steve Jobs would say, and uh, and Photoshop, the the real they're, Photoshop. They're not. It's not. It's so not, many yeah, key I, features. I, it's 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 better than it was six years ago, or whatever. Whenever they first came out, but what was that? Photo Photoshop Touch. That was that was awful. But I, this is usable and it's fine. But it's not. It's not the power that Apple is presenting to you in this iPad Pro. The software needs some catching up time. Maybe when 
Apple sil- Apple switches to Apple Silicon and, and developers start making apps optimized for that instead of relying on Well, Intel based on the developers right now, they're going to stop making everything for Apple because they're all pissed off. No one's going to make anything anymore. Uh, so, so maybe that'll help people bring it back to the iPad once they start making ARM-optimized Mac apps, and then we'll see more of these Pro apps really taking advantage of the Pro. We said that about the Pro all along. It's like... It's so expensive and it's so such a wonderful piece of hardware that just seems so underutilized. As much as I hate that they raise the price of the Air, yeah, it's a lot more than a regular iPad, but you get a lot more for it. It is a much nicer device in a Plus, lot of ways. Plus, you know, not if just you're patient, process. it'll go on sale for four ninety nine plenty. You know, these things drop or four fifty or something. Uh, five fifty. Well, that does it for this week's episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 713. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. Thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you, sir. And thank you, the audience, for tuning in. You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, through SoundCloud, or on Spotify. If you have any comments or questions, you can email us at podcast at macworld.com, or you can contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast. We're going to talk about iOS 14, which came out today. Uh, iPad OS 14 came out today. Watch OS 7 came out today. And what version is TVOS on now? This 14. Is they, they're 14. together with iPhone. jumped a bunch okay. of versions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they keep it with iPhone now. Well, we're going to, you know, download those and play with those, and we'll give you our impressions of those next week. If you guys have any... Uh, people who are listening, if you guys have any thoughts on the new operating systems, drop us a line. Let us know. That does it for this week's show, and we'll see you next week. over an hour and I still don't have iOS 14. Okay. Sucker. What's going on? No! <laughs> I still don't have iOS 14. Yeah. Uh, it's not on my iPad either. I'm looking on Reddit and it's the same situation. There's people posting screenshots like, I got it. And there's all these other people going like, oh, it's not here. How dare you make, make me wait an hour, Apple? I know. <laughs> Come on, can't you push out several gigabytes to uh, 200 million people, like, instantly on uh, one time? Best, I mean, Google makes you wait, like, like a month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. Even if you have a Pixel. Yeah, it's not. Like, it's, the it, day it comes out, you're like... Android 11 I got on day one on all of my phones, but a lot of people didn't. Depends. Uh